This is Richard Dixon, and you're listening to the Section 109 Podcast. Welcome into the Section 109 Podcast. I'm your producer, Jay Buchanan, and with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, and I'm freaking excited because we have our distinguished guest co-host who is pretty much a guest or a regular co-host now but i'll let them introduce themselves dude we're all three here can you believe it's it? amazing the the triumvirate Smitty, Smitty so this is breezy and i'm here <laughs> this is Caniglio, and i'm also here hey and this is smitty he's back awesome he's back. and we are also sitting here with richard dixon yes sir yes Welcome. i'm here and i'm excited thank you guys for having me um yeah looking forward to it Dude, First CFC professional signing. It's wild. It is amazing. It's like the the season's becoming real, like the pro part. It's actually happening, folks. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited, man. Um, you know, just 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 to say, um, I've been watching this club for for many years. Um, as a lot of uh, a lot of the fans know, my history with Coach Elliott back at West Florida, and he's been trying to get me here for many many years. And mm. uh, when the opportunity came about, it was it was just, it was too perfect for, 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 for us not to explore it. So I'm happy that it worked out and I'm happy to be here and I'm looking forward to doing some great things with this club. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So before we jump into you and we actually want to even go back further and let's talk about kind of like your soccer history and your soccer journey. Let's do some a uh, little bit more rapid fire. What do you guys say? Okay. Some quicker stuff. All right. Oh, like mixing up a little let's bit. Up. Let's warm up. Let's warm up. Yeah. So uh, rapid fire. Just, just you can answer as as long or as short as you want, but the questions are at least a little shorter. Okay. What is your favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal. I love to go with a bit of sweet potatoes and uh, veggie veggie medley that I make. Uh, different assortment of veggies um, and fishing. I'm sorry. I meant chicken or fish. Uh, when I said fishing. <laughs> Fishing's fun too. Yeah. So yeah, chicken or fish. Um, I try to stick with those on game days. Um, so yeah, just keep it simple. Awesome. Such a nutritious meal. <laughs> I'm feeling very, very much like a pig. I had a, a, a Big Mac on the way here. <laughs> I thought I thought you were about to say that your pregame meal is consisting of beer, breezy. Liquid bread is what we call it. <laughs> so, uh, um, preferably after a win, what would your favorite post-game meal be? Uh, post-game meals, it depends. Um, if we're on the road and the, the, the club provides something, I normally just go with whatever whatever the club provides. If I'm at, if we're at home, I normally just have leftovers from my pregame meal. And there you so, go. Yeah. Nice. So organized. Yeah. So professional. <laughs> so what's Professional? Your- professional <laughs> professional i'm just so, gonna keep saying it because it sounds good <laughs> so what's your favorite team not named cfc my favorite team not named cfc i i grew up a man united fan ah, uh, okay. so yeah i know it's uh struggle city fc right now but uh <laughs> yeah yeah that's my my favorite team you know i some of the greats um you know that i admire in my career and that i look up to played for the club and so yeah, we'll we'll see if we can return back to the glory days here soon. So that leads into our our next question: Who was your actual favorite soccer player growing up? My actual favorite soccer player growing up, being a defender, was uh, Rio Ferdinand. Oh yeah, um, nice. solid, yeah. good player, legend. Yeah, yeah. When Decent. I fr- yeah when I when I got into like playing soccer competitive, competitively, um, you know, I really modeled my play after him because I played as a center back growing up in, in Jamaica and. Um, 
yeah, I always wanted to make big tackles and, you know, lead a team like he did. And so, yeah, he's my favorite player. So Ma- did, did you ever have braids? I no, I never did have braids. <laughs> yeah, no, we weren't allowed to grow our hair in Jamaica to go to school, so it was always a clean cut. Um, yeah, and you've kept that clean cut for for the listeners at home. Dix has got a nice, like, clean, like, very polished look. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, I'm. Um, I've over the last uh, three or four years, I've experimented with growing it out a bit. Um, but the wife, you know, she, she wants me to clean up a bit. <laughs> and plus my mom is, my mom is, uh, here visiting me for the first time. She's, uh, she's in the city that I'll be playing, uh, professionally in. And so she'll oh, get congrats. to watch me play. So yeah, I kind of have to, I have to straighten up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any hidden talents, soccer or pre- preferably even otherwise that people wouldn't know about you or might not guess? Um, and cooking a vegetable medley isn't I allowed. Mean, yeah, I enjoy cooking. I would say besides, I don't, I don't no, no, no hidden talents. I think all my talents are pretty out there. Besides singing in the shower, I find myself a pretty good singer. <laughs> there you go. All right. But um, yeah. yeah. That counts. That counts. So before game or game day, do you have any soccer superstitions? Um, so before, uh, before the game, on the game day, before the game, I normally wake up, um, go for a walk. Um like a half an hour walk, just to kind of clear my my head, you know, just uh, think about the game a little bit. Um, go to the gym. I try to go through a uh, pregame routine that I have. It consists of, you know, just doing a light bit of core work, cool. uh, doing some stretching. And then I go home. I'll go over some film um, and then get a nice hour and a half nap in. I like to keep Ooh, a nice nap. Yeah, I like to keep everything 90 minutes. So I get a 90 minute nap in and then um, wake up, have my pregame meal. Everything in 90 minute intervals. Yeah, every, I like every, it. Everything in 90 minute interval. <laughs> That's um, pretty good. So yeah, um, take a good nap and then wake up, have my pregame meal um, that I try to cook the night before or I'll just uh, cook it before I go for my walk. And then, um, yeah, by that time, it should be time to go to the stadium for the game. I try nice. to keep it very simple. Don't do anything too crazy. Just focus everything on the game for that day that's awesome so you're not a uh you're not a big eater it sounds like right before the game yeah no no very if i'm gonna eat uh any breakfast it's just fruits very very light um the morning off and then just my pre-game meal uh before the game mm. yeah so do you listen to music when you work out in the weight room or whatnot um, I used to, uh, oh, oh my, yeah, <laughs> Uh-oh. No, I, I used to, but, um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, uh, lately. Oh, okay. 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 So you're not yeah. a total psychopath. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're listening to something. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am listening to something. Um, so yeah, I, I'm listening to, uh, uh, there's a, a podcast called Earn Your Leisure that I, I listen to every now and then. Um, but yeah, just trying to get more into the space. I find it very, very, um, you know, informative. So I think um, it's it's something that I've made the transition to. So I'm now I'm trying to find the right podcast. Hey, I will listen to this when I work out. This yeah. when I'm on a drive and so on and so forth. So might I recommend the section 109? Podcast? Yes, yes, obviously, obviously. <laughs> you double no. our listenership if you listen. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm getting more into podcasts. So to be honest, I mean, I haven't listened to like much music uh, of late. Um, just mainly because I just I don't have the time. Well, it's it's a nice break. Like it, when I go on long drives, like sometimes I'm like I turn the music off and, and listen to something else. So sports yep. radio is kind of like that for me as well, but you know, you got to break it up every now and then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so this is probably our most controversial question. By far. But does pineapple belong on pizza? Ooh. Um, 
I'm gonna say yes because personally, I love, yeah. a, bit of, I love a bit of pineapple Same. on my pizza. Same, like, my man. I'm, I mean, uh, whenever, sign another defender. <laughs> <laughs> no, whenever I order my pizza, I always have pineapple on there. I don't know. Ever since I had a, and I'm not like I didn't grow up eating pizza. I just uh, had pizza, you know, since I came here to America, and uh, one of my friends uh, recommended me a Hawaiian pizza once, and it. Ever since then, I I couldn't have pineapple. I mean, I couldn't have uh, pizza without pineapple. I'm the same way. Yeah, so. I, I think uh, Jeremy, on our last episode, mm-hmm. if you want to go back and listen to it, mm-hmm. um, if you're listening to this one, he talked about kind of a rule with that. Like, you can't have just pineapple, mm-hmm. or you can't have, like, bell peppers, pineapple, pepperoni. You can't have, like, multiple things. It's got to be, like, pineapple and one other thing, and okay. that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I I like that rule. I'm yeah. okay with that, although yeah. I, I just like pineapple on pizza. And and all these people that don't like pineapple on pizza are wrong. When you say when you say when you say I'm yeah, wrong for those of you that you are wrong. What you yes. really mean to say is that you and everyone who agrees with you is wrong. Right. <sighs> I'm gonna sign a new podcast host. <laughs> so for those of you at home, Matt and I are sitting on the same side of the table, and we're also on the same side of this discussion. And darn and, right. And the three of us are sitting on the other side, and we're on the other side of it. I don't know how this ended up like this, but oh, at Smitty, least uh, Smitty planned it. I Te- technically, <laughs> technically, we're on the right side of this issue, so that's definitely correct. <sighs> so, Richard, let's uh, let's pivot off of of these controversial issues, uh, and uh, let's uh, let's have you just kind of share your story. Uh, obviously, you you're from Jamaica, uh, mm-hmm. so if you can just share a little bit about your kind of your personal life um, growing up there and, uh, and then take us into uh, going to college at, at West Florida mm-hmm. to, to play for bill. Uh, and then we'll, we'll go on, we'll go on from there afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, like you said, you know, grew up in Jamaica and in Jamaica, the, the, the obviously a different culture, different soccer culture and everything. And so I grew up with my mom and uh, my brother and my sister and, um, you know, we, we didn't have much, you know, but we, we, we had all our basic needs met and my mom is an extremely hard worker. She made sure that we always, we always had, uh, food on the table. We always had our, 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 our lunch money to go to school. We always had everything that we needed, but I didn't grow up like many of my friends, you know, get in the latest, uh, video game console, get in a bike and all those things. And that was great because, uh, the work ethic that I saw in her, it, 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 it really inspired me, um, up until this day. And, um, so yeah, um, played cricket growing up, um, uh, oh. track. Um, I have so many questions about <laughs> cricket. Let's talk. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was always involved in everything. You know, I was the kind of kid where, okay, if I had, uh, five friends and one was doing cricket, I wanted to play cricket too. One was running track. I wanted to run track as well. And so I kind of, you know, I did a little bit of everything growing up. What before? If I can interrupt you for a second, mm-hmm. what were your uh, best races in track or uh, events? Yeah, so I I, uh, I did the two hundred and four hundred, and then um, I did uh, high jump, long jump, um, and I I was better at the four hundred because I, I mean I could go for days, and uh, <laughs> so I, I was always a, a like a good distant runner. Um, so I really enjoyed the four hundred, and that was my my best event. Um, so I did that up until I was about 15. Um, but when I really got, you know, took football serious, I, like I said, I always did everything. I always played all, all, all sports growing up. And 
Um, it wasn't until I was 12 years old I, I really took football serious because then I had to make, make a, a, a decision, you know. When I went to high school, so in Jamaica, we start high school uh, in, in seventh grade. Okay. And we finish in 11th, uh, in 11th grade. So um, at 12 years old, I'm going into high school, and now I have to make a decision. Hey, do I, uh, you know, quit soccer and uh, stick with cricket and track, or do I quit um, cricket and stick with um, uh, soccer and track? And so, you know, I made the tough decision. I really loved cricket. I was really good at it, but, um, you know, I fell in love with football more, man, and um, I uh, decided to quit cricket, and ever since that day, it's been been football ever since, and um, played for all my, 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 my school teams, U14, 16, and then like the senior team, that's the way the system is set up in high school in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. for many people that don't know, man, um, like soccer in Jamaica is schoolboy football. So you'll go to a Premier League game and there's uh, 3,000 fans maybe in the, mm. in the bleachers. Wow. And you'll go to a high school soccer game and there's, you know, five, seven, 10,000 fans, you know. Um, it's taken really, really serious. And... Um, it's uh it is it's football it's televised it's it's it's, it's really really followed that's heavily cool. followed in that's jamaica awesome. and so yeah like like many other kids you know i aspired to play hey, play for the senior team have all these people come and watch me and yeah. stuff like that and uh you know kind of made my way through the ranks and uh got called up for my uh the, the national team u16 uh before i left to come come to the u.s when i was 16 years old and then um Played in uh, Royal Palm Beach High School down there in Florida. Got on a travel team. Played a, a couple of years down in Wellington for Wellington Wave. That's where Bill saw me. He saw me at a showcase tournament, um, and he he liked me for some reason. You know, <laughs> I used, um, like there was a lot of coach watching, and you know, talking to him. I had dinner with him the other day, and we were talking about about. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll get there. We we're talking about how crazy it was that I went to one of his ID camp. So now I'm playing um, what seven eight years as a pro. Yeah, and he was telling me that it was funny, man. I was he was on the sideline watching watching the games, and all these coaches were there talking about this kid, that kid, and he was like, "These guys are crazy." I wonder, like, why are none of them talking about you know Richard Dixon? And so he was like, "Man, it was great for me because it just made it easy." And so that's, awesome. that's how that's how I ended up at West Florida um, with Bill, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. That's awesome. So did um, you always play defender? Uh, yeah, growing up, I, I played all across the back four, uh, center back, left back, um, right back, and uh, as a six. So I would love to, I, I think started out like every other kid. I was like, yeah, I'm a striker. When I first went to my first try, <laughs> yeah, me, me, me too. Yeah, hands up if you're a forward. <laughs> you look around and out of 100 kids, 85 everybody. kids, yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. put their hand up, you know, like. So okay, that's not gonna work. So, yeah. Um, uh, ever since I can remember, I've been a been a been a defender. Yeah. Before we before we go any further, uh, you'd mentioned the the high school system mm -hmm. as kind of compared to the Premier League system. Mm -hmm. How does the university system uh, work? I, I assume right. kind of between that, but how right. how is like the support so kind that, of comparatively? That that's an interesting question because in Jamaica there's like absolutely no university system. So, um, and I think that's that's a reason why you see so many Jamaicans coming over overseas, right? You see mm -hmm. so many young Jamaicans, uh, you know, playing in the MLS and USL yeah. and stuff like that. Because outside of high school, if you, you don't sign a, a contract in the Premier League, you, that's it. You know, um, there's no 
there's no opportunities to go on to play in college because there's like two universities on the island. And okay. So, there's not so, so some, I, I, I was doing some research, mm-hmm. uh, about, about football in Jamaica, mm-hmm. uh, because there, there are some good players coming out of the island. Right. Uh, one signed fairly recently in Belgium. Mm-hmm. One signed fairly recently to Chattanooga football club. <laughs> yeah. Sitting next to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But also, uh, I, I was thinking more, you know, roll, roll the decade back a little right. bit. Um, he also signed a professional contract probably roughly a decade ago. Okay. Now, now, you're, now you're just being a dick. <laughs> uh, but, but the one's going to be signing, uh, I think like a, like a 19 year old's going to be signing with, uh, Halifax Wonderfers in, mm-hmm. in the Canadian premier league. Oh, look, Once another, again, you're, you're like, in as, the you're bar. just as bad as, <laughs> you're as bad as Jim and Arsenal. Like, yeah, yeah. Matt says that as he pushes the glasses up on his nose. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I know. But like, when I, when I was doing the research, mm-hmm. um, I think I, I'm I'm fairly sure he played for a team that had college at the end of at the end of its name. Was that kind of is that probably just like one of the high schools? Yeah. So and yeah, there's a lot of high schools. So like J, uh, JC Jamaica College. That's Kingston, the one he played yeah, for. Kingston College, uh, Conroe College. It, they're just high schools. Okay. Um, okay. But they have like programs where you can take college courses. Um, you know, to prep you to go off to college. But, but still, yeah. but you can still play for the. But yeah, that, so, like, so high school you, team. You can still you can play up until you're 18. So we graduate at like 16, turning 17. Okay. But st- in the in the Schoolboy football league, you can play up until uh, you're turning 19. So okay. 18 turning that, 19. that makes a lot. That yeah. makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, outside, if you don't sign in the Premier League or if you don't sign a con- a pro contract um, to go overseas, you play high school football and then that's it. And so, um, but a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Some of yeah. the best players like, to this day that I've I've played with, you know, were back home um, 15 cool. years ago. You know, but wow, it's, yeah, there there there's so much hype on the on the schoolboy football. Um, where it almost come come to to a lot of the players' detriment, you know, where yeah. they're playing and you're you're a winger and you 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 know, do a few stepovers and you mega guy in the crowd, ten thousand fans go wild, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I know. And you're a fifteen year old and 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 you just want to do it again, you know. So you now you see kids they, they they do that and then they shoot the ball from half line. Yeah. Um, but the the, the fans they don't care. They just want to see the flare and they they want to see the flashy moves and stuff like that. You know, a defender will 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 run across, and instead of just intercepting a ball and you know distributing to his uh, his six or you know creating a, a counterattacking opportunity, he goes and breaks the guy in half, and the crowd <laughs> goes wild. You know, and so it, like at, it, the, the kids have the wrong idea of the game, and so. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I mean, in the, when you're talking about skills and you know technique and stuff, some great players, and it's one thing I wish that the 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 the, the country and the 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 whole system will change in Jamaica is just more, more tactical approach to the game. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know we're kind of far removed from you saying it, but mm-hmm. I think I can speak for everybody in this room that we're glad you switched from cricket to soccer or chose soccer football <laughs> yeah, over, yeah. over no, cricket. No, me too. For sure, man. Uh, I think for me, uh, the first time that I step into like a competitive environment where, I was playing tournaments and stuff like that. That's when I truly fell in love with the game. And it was that, that day I was like, Oh, this is it, you know? And I, awesome. I yeah, I quit everything. Uh, and I just, I did, I, I started playing football and then in the off season, I would do track because it was complimentary, you know, mm-hmm. I, I could stay fit and I could, right. you right. know, do other things. So, yeah. So what position did you play in cricket? Uh, in cricket, so I uh, I don't uh, even know positions <laughs> in cricket. No, I, I don't know either, but I watch yeah. the highlights all the time. Yeah. It's so much fun to yeah. watch. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I mean, you Nerd. only have you have uh, positions whenever like you're on the field and stuff like that. It's 
similar to, uh, similar to baseball so you have two batsmen and then you have uh you have uh your wicket keeper behind mm-hmm. on the opposing team you so have that's a, like a catcher for so baseball. that's like a catcher yeah and then you have a bowler uh who is like the pitcher mm-hmm. and then you have um you know different outfield uh we call them feelers um you have a uh, slips that's right behind so he's like on an angle, maybe five yards off of the batsman and the the catcher, and then you know different blah blah blah. But uh, so I was a medium pace. So you have uh, you have a spinner, you have a fast pace, and a medium pace bowler. I was a medium pace bowler, and I normally go as like the third down batsman. Okay. Um, so I, I was decent. I wasn't great, uh, but I loved it though. Um, That's awesome. Have you ever yeah. like thought about uh, getting some people together and going out to Coolidge Park and just? Yeah, play a little um, off-season cricket. There's there's some cricket in North Georgia. I've got a, a Pakistani friend who goes and plays. Him, he hits him and a bunch of his buddies, and they go down and play. It's either in Ringgold or maybe it's Lafayette. I don't know. It's not too far away. Mm. And they, he showed me pictures. Like they have like full uniforms because yeah. like yeah. little like That's rec incredible. soccer teams have rec uniforms. Yeah. They have yeah. rec cricket. Yeah, yeah. So they have like a, and they go around and travel. They'll play against like you know someone else who has it because it's a small community. I guess the cricket community. It so is. they'll go play yeah. against have you, others. Have, have you played at all around here? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't played much since I've been here in the u.s um partly because i i don't have time and uh when i do it's normally in a, I, i'm in a place where there's there's no cricket sure um a few times um on a couple of the teams that i've been on a few of the englishmen and uh you yeah. know we mm. would go out and because so the cricket ball it's like as hard as a as a, um a baseball yeah and so we can't play with a real cricket ball so we'll get a tennis ball and we'll go out and you know we'll try to do our thing but have, have you met yeah. pete wilcock i have not so he's an Englishman, and okay. he um, so he, he, he runs. He is an Englishman. He, he uh, is the director also for Operation Operation Get Active Wooly. Yes. Okay. And uh, sometimes he'll get all the coaches and take them to Coolidge Park. So yeah, I'll okay. get you, I'll get you linked up with yeah. Pete sometime because yeah, yeah. they'll go play, and oh, you, yeah. that would be cool if you for did sh- that for sure. Okay, so let's go back for after the uh, <clears throat> cricket interruption. Well, I actually have a question as we're sliding in here to the to the soccer questions. What number and this is what number did you wear in the past? What number do you wear now? Like what's your soccer number? So, great question. Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, growing up, I've 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 always worn number 4. Um, mm. and when that's I couldn't when, yeah, when I when I couldn't get 4, I would get 14 cuz I just I, I always wanted to wear 4. And um now, ever since college, I've, I've worn uh, 12 and 2. So in college, I wore 12 my entire um, career there. And then uh, professionally, I've, I've worn two, um, number 2 the entire time. When you, when you were negotiating to come to CFC, did you, uh, was part of your negotiation included a, a number you were going to wear? I, I think it was just an agreement, but I have actually have <laughs> I have I have well, picked he, a number yet. But he uh, currently is the only player that we have. So, <laughs> so yeah. pending pending league and federation approval. Uh, yeah, right, right. So yeah, I I, I haven't picked a number yet. Uh, funny enough, if, the, but if they let you, if they let you take the four, will you take the four back, or are you are you now married to the two? I'm still thinking about it. Um, yeah, I think. I'm thinking it's time to go back to my roots, you know. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> and uh, put the four back on. But yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see if if any uh, uh, potential returning players, because we don't know yeah. yet, because yeah. uh, the club won't tell us anything. And I've thought <laughs> that, I've thought about <clears throat> that as well. You know, if, I'm, they, if they were over four, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, I'm the kind of I, I don't want to step on any toes, you know. So um yeah if 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 i have to wear number two then yeah that's what i I will say i will say for your personal benefit Mm -hmm. that nobody wore number two last year okay okay 
Well, just yeah. throwing that out there. Okay. Someone with a lovely lisp wore number four last year. Also, right. I think 12 is available now. Okay. Yeah, it's a fair, that's fair. Juan Sanchez. Juan. I listen. Juan. <laughs> my lisp is my lisp is not good. Uh, one other almost similar question to the number question. Uh, you said you're a defender and you grew up, you know, playing mostly defender in six and mm-hmm. you know whatever. If you could play another position that wasn't the six or wasn't defender, uh, you know, one of the attackers or, or whatever, what would it be? Oh man, um, for fun, for, for real, whatever. Uh, for fun, I think for fun, I I, I would want to play as a number nine. Um, okay. For real, definitely put me at the number ten. I think I could do something. All right. Like 10. How's your How's your hold up play? Oh, oh man, I'll have I'll have to see. I can't tell you. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I haven't held it up much. That's, I, that's I, what they say about me too. It's fine. <laughs> you're you're an old you're an old wily vet at this point though. You've been right, you've been in the yeah. game a minute. You probably got some uh, some dark arts, some secrets yeah, to yeah, holding yeah, the ball yeah. up. We sure. call we call that old man game. <laughs> that's how Matt scores at tryouts every year. Oh man, yeah, yeah. He's playing against high schoolers. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I think when, I could when you're good, you're good, baby. Yeah. I think you could bang in some goals, right? Yeah, yeah, I could bang in a few goals at the nine, um, but definitely, I think I could uh, do some work at the ten. But yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So let's go back to to your days at West Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, we all know and love Bill. What's what's it like to what's it like to play for him at the college level? Um, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed my time playing for Bill. Um, you know, he. He looked after me when I was down in West Florida. Um, I remember my, my freshman year, you know, I went in just young, hungry kid. You just came from Jamaica a few, a couple of years ago and not knowing the, the culture and, you know, not knowing anything. Um, didn't even know what to expect in college um, because to be honest, I, I, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing for me, you know, and my family and stuff like that. Uh, I was the first one in my, in my family to go to like a four year university the first one to graduate. And so um, it wasn't a thing for me. Um, I, 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 it was something that I definitely wanted to do. Didn't think it was going to happen. And whenever I went there, um, Bill, Bill, he just took me under his wings, you know, and um, he, he, he really, he really looked after me, you know, just whatever questions I had, he, he, he made sure that uh, he pointed me to the right person and or the right people. Um, and I remember countless amount of times, because I, I wasn't I wasn't the most polished player, um, to be honest. When I first came came to the U.S., I wasn't the most polished player when I first went to college. And I remember countless amount of times Bill would have me after training, um, or you know, in spring season, I would go for an extra session and we'd be working on different things, you know, um, whether it was you know hitting a long hitting the long pass, um, you know, pass accuracy, just different things that I should have mastered, um, you know, years ago. Um, so I really respect him for that. And it was great playing for him. Uh, he's a coach that, that I, I, I joked, I, we joked about this last year and funny enough, I'm here. Um, we were on the phone and I, I remember saying to him, Hey coach, whenever, um, whenever the club decides to go pro, like I said, he's been trying to get me here for, for years. Yeah. I said, whenever the club decides to go pro, trust me, I'll be your first signing. And, um, yeah, speak it into existence. They I say. And so, yeah, man, it was, uh, I had a great time at West Florida. Um, we won three conference titles in a row. Um, my first three years there were unlucky not to win the, the, the fourth, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, team, team, uh, uh, sorry, a lot of team awards, a lot of individual awards and accolades playing there, met some great people, some great friends. Um, and it's, it, it's a time in my life that, 
that I'll always remember, you know, and it, it's, 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 it's a big part of who I am and big part of the player that I am today because I think that's where I really started uh, going after this, right? Going after sure. being a pro, um, you know, with sitting down with Bill in his office after my, my, my freshman year and wanted to leave. Um, and this, I guess this is not public knowledge. Um, you know, I actually wanted to leave after my freshman year because, um, I wasn't, I wasn't on like a big scholarship. Right. And I had to, I was taking out loans and stuff like that. Um, and I pulled Bill in for a meeting as a, Hey Bill, you know, coach, I can't do this because, um, you know, I need to, I need my, my, my mom is in Jamaica, my sister, my brother, you know, I need to, I need to be contributing to my family and stuff like that. And he really sat me down and he broke it down to me and he really, um, you know, let me understand the, 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 the long-term vision, you know, like, Hey, I know it's okay. I know it's not, it's not great right now. You know, I know you're having to do all of these things right now, but you know, look five years, look 10 years down the road, whenever you finish here and you get your degree, that could set you up to then take care of your family uh, a lot better than if you were to go, go to work right now. Um, you know, what about if, think about think about finishing here and signing a professional contract um that would set you up even even better right um yeah and so that that conversation was 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 huge was huge in, into into me becoming a pro and and into me now having my 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 degree and and you know just looking at things in a in a different in a different way so yeah a lot of respect and a lot of love for bill and um i mean i'll i'll, I'll play any day anywhere for that guy yeah. Before before we go to, uh, well, you, Breezy, you you wanted to ask. I, I was going to say uh, Peter Fuller also was. Okay, that's at, exactly yeah. that's exactly where I was going. Hey, actually. great great mind. So you you know Coach Peter Fuller, right? Um, and I guess you want to tell us where you know him from. Kind of explain for the listeners how you know him and your your kind of your history with him. Yeah. So um, my time down there in West Florida, uh, Coach Fuller, he was coaching over in Mobile, Mobile University, NIA, but mm -hmm. we would always play against each other. So um, I think it was after my sophomore year, yeah, we started playing. So we'd see him, you know, once or twice a year. And then I had a, a few good friends that transferred from Lindsey Wilson to go down there to play for him that are now playing in the MLS. Mm. And so just that mutual friendship and then, you know, playing against each other a lot. And then my, my senior year, he came over to assist bill after going up to new england and coming back down he came and he so i worked with him my senior year in west florida um and so yeah it was it was great working with him you know he also you know showed me a lot coming out coming out of west florida and um you know taking that next step into my professional career so yeah two guys that that i i have i have history with and and that i know and that i i'm quite fond of and so yeah now at west florida a little birdie told me that you were uh, one of the captains yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when when did that happen? Was that like sophomore, junior, senior? Year? How did that? Yeah, how was that? so that happened at the end, uh, towards the back end of my sophomore year. Um, I was that's pretty early. Yeah, yeah one of the the captains, and then uh, my junior year, I was uh, the main captain going to nice. my senior year. Nice. Yeah. So you finished West Florida, mm -hmm. play four years there. Obviously, your career goes pretty well uh, mm -hmm. because you're able to find. Uh, a professional contract right. uh, in the United States, and you went to. Uh, I actually forget what was the team you went to first out of West Florida. VSI Tampa Bay FC. So, oh, VSI yeah. Tampa yeah. Bay. Yeah, 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 what? yeah. What? Okay, so for the for the listeners, mm -hmm. uh, 
This and is, me. This is right. <laughs> this, this, this is uh, the the story of of Tampa Bay soccer. Uh, their their involvement in the soccer wars in the mm-hmm. early days. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't even know the full the full details. But Richard, you probably have a better idea. Mm-hmm. What was it like to play for VSI at that at that given given what was going on? At the and time? where were they playing? Yeah, so uh, that was a very very interesting year, and um, you know. <laughs> The fact that I'm still playing today after that year, it speaks <laughs> that but, um, yeah, so after finishing West Florida, um, obviously didn't get drafted or any of that stuff. And so I had, I had, um, I had a contract offer from a coach of mine that I played PDL for. So when I was at West Florida in the summers, I would go play for Mississippi Bria. Oh yeah. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, in, in the, the PDL. And so, um my head coach over there dave dixon he had taken a job for charlotte eagles which i played for the second year yeah um yeah. so he had you know wanted he wanted me to come up um but i told him hey let me explore this opportunity first i would you know like to stay in florida close to friends and, and family and stuff and so we i went to this uh invite trial um down in, in uh in tampa and i mean it was you know i was excited hey Let's go in and let's 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 destroy this 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 trial and then see what see what happens. And so, I mean, I was fit, I was sharp, and um, you know, I was playing good football at the at the time. And so, went in, and the first day uh, we played two games, and I did well enough that the coach he, he promised me that I wouldn't speak to any other uh, any other teams or any <laughs> other coaches. And just me being you know me being young and like just wanted to play. And wanted to stay in Florida. I was like, all right, coach, you know, sure, fine. Um, you got it. And so <laughs> after the second day, you know, finished up the trial and uh we left and with the agreement that I was gonna get the contract in 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 the in my email the the following Monday, which I did, signed the contract, you know, looking forward to it. At this time, I'm finishing my my last semester at West Florida doing my internship. And uh, you know, all my professors and Bill, they were so so they were so great to let me because I was doing my internship at that time with Bill. Mm-hmm. I studied exercise science, so I was doing all the performance stuff with uh, with, uh, with with the team. And so uh, Bill, you know, and my 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 professor and the department head, they let me transfer all that stuff down to Tampa. So I was like, oh man, this is perfect. You know, I can finish my school down down there, and I'll be playing and stuff. So went down there, and you know, it it was okay. Um, <laughs> It was the drive down was okay and the excitement and stuff and it was my set me and uh another one of my good friends we both played for Bill Sean Reynolds um so oh, yeah. we loaded up his car and you know he used to play for several USL teams yeah 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 loaded up his car we drove down and uh we show up and go into the apartments and it's uh you know in our minds it's all right we're about to go pro you know we're gonna we're, we're gonna be playing every weekend um you're gonna be living the good life you know this is just us not knowing the reality of of what it is to be like a a pro in the u.s and so we went there and get the keys to our apartments and stuff and we go in and it's a three-bedroom apartment with with six beds you know and we're like hey oh "Oh, okay um that's interesting but okay no worries we'll make it work and so go through preseason decent preseason at this time um a lot of the guys that had been signed, which it, it was a lot of USL veterans um, that the club signed, they weren't in preseason because they were playing indoor. Uh, uh, so at that time, um, for many uh, people that now look at the USL and they see this, you know, league that's on steroids that's growing so 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 rapid, 
um, when I first started playing in the USL, when they were at USL Pro, it was one league, 12 teams. That's it. Uh, now it's it's uh, like 36 teams, two conference. Um, in the championship. Yeah, and championship and league one and stuff like that. But yeah, it was one league, 12 teams. And so, yeah, we made it through preseason. And then all the veterans came in from from indoor. And th- at this time, the coach is loving us. You know, hey, yeah, you best, you know, best this, best that. Oh, my God, you're going to go MLS. You're going to do this, do that. <laughs> and so, yeah. Now season's about to start in a week. All the veterans come in from indoor, and all of a sudden, we're the worst players on the team. We're unfit, and that's something that I've never been told my entire life, and that's something I can tell anybody. If anybody tells me I'm unfit, I can tell you uh, like confidently that you're lying, right? Because that's one thing that, like, it's it's what I live, right? So, it's, oh, you're unfit. You're this. You're that. And... Um, yeah, it was just it was it, it was not a great experience, man. Um, we were living in Tampa, uh, training in Plant City, which was like forty min forty minutes um, south um, in a baseball stadium. Mm. Um, that was in the middle of nowhere. That's where we played our games. Um, we would co- we were, would come home to like eviction notices on our door you know at one point and you weren't paying you weren't paying your rent yeah yeah, yeah. they so, were paying so it. it's, yeah exactly That's so great. it's it's like out of way out of our control and so yeah it, it was it was not a great experience but i mean i'm grateful for it you know because um you know i i played i played quite a bit um i did well and um you know had to battle through a lot of things which is something that you know for any 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 future pro that's listened to this podcast you know like that's planning on, on on taking that next step and pursuing their career you're gonna have to battle through some stuff you know and it's not gonna be pretty and it's not gonna be definitely not gonna be what what you expect but you know once you get through all this stuff you know and you make make a good name for yourself and um you know get amongst the right team and the right people um you can make a good career but yeah definitely had to battle through some stuff down there and <laughs> finally you know it was over the team held on to our, our, our options Knowing that they were gonna fold, yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah, great. There, yeah. There, there was that part of it. Classy, well. yeah, yeah, classy so, group. Um, yeah, after the season ended, now my coach that was up in Charlotte, he reaches out and says, "Hey, would love to have you up here. Um, you know what's going on with your club?" So, going to the GM, um, you know, trying to get my release. Um, he's telling me, you know, we're gonna hold on to the option. We want you back next year. Um, two weeks go by we don't hear anything and then we hear that the team falls you know just it, it got announced that the team falls mm-hmm. we, so you we, didn't, we haven't heard anything so you didn't hear from anyone yeah, you saw on the news basically exactly and so um yeah from there um obviously went to to charlotte eagles when they were in the usl as a pro team yes before, yeah, yeah yes yeah before they um they sold that rights to the independents yeah they did the, they did the amateur thing then the pro team and then the amateur thing again yeah they so went coming back to pdo yeah so yes. yeah they um was it yeah so it was after after that year in 2014 that they um sold the rights to independents that came in and you ended up moving on to st louis at yeah, that point so yeah after the eagles um which was you know it was another interesting but I'm, I'm i met a lot of great people up there um fantastic fantastic organization a missionary uh, organization mm-hmm. for many who don't know and um yeah that was that was a good point a good point in my career i did very well over there and uh jeremy and dale shilly and uh tim they have been scouting my games apparently and uh the season ended went back down to to south florida to spend time with my family there and uh Jeremy, you know, gave me a phone call and he gave me the news. Hey, we've been scouting your games. Um, you know, we we, we, we like 
we like what we see. We think you're a good player. Um, you would fit what we're trying to do here um, at the club. And at that time, they were going to be the expansion for 2015. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I was sold and so decided to sign, to sign with St. Louis FC and uh, went over there and spent two years and had two great, well, one great season. Um, <laughs> my first year, I, uh, I suffered an injury. Um, and so I didn't. I played 10 games, I think, that season. And um, it was probably, if I, if I were to c call out a low in my career, it would be, mm -hmm. it would be, it would be that moment because that was the time like, I, had, I had been called up to the Jamaican national team for uh, Gold Cup uh, in oh, the wow. U.S. That's when oh, Gold man. Cup was in the U.S. And 2015. 2015. And, uh, they get the year that Jamaica beat the U.S. in yep. Atlanta. Yep, yep, Not that yep. I was there and miserable. <laughs> oh, yeah, <Lord>. so, <laughs> yeah, I had... Uh, just got called up for Copa America in Argent, uh, sorry, in Chile, and then um, Gold Cup here in the U.S. And uh, a week before I'm supposed to leave to go meet the team in Chile, I uh, did my knee um, oh, in the U.S. Open man. Cup against Minnesota. So oh, no, but yeah, bounced back from that injury and had probably uh, you know to that uh, up until that point the best season of my career in 2016. Uh, so two two good years over there in St. Louis and met some 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 great people. You know, Jeremy um included uh, and the fans and uh just the community yeah so how weird is it now that in this conversation we've mentioned the head coach peter fuller mm -hmm. the technical director and and longtime head coach mm -hmm. bill elliott and jeremy who have all had pivotal roles i mean correct me if i'm wrong but pivotal roles kind of in your soccer career yeah and you yeah. find all three of them back here right and and that's that's you know one of the reasons why you know i we look back me and my wife and we look back and i was like man this is this is this is this maybe this is the sign you know yeah <laughs> meant yeah. to be yeah yeah full circle. um yeah so it was just an opportunity that i felt you know at this point of my career you know and at this point in my life it was it was too good. It was too good of an opportunity to pass up to work with, with people that I have worked with before, that I have had success with before, and that I actually like. I I love and I enjoy. And so yeah, it's uh it's it's interesting the way it worked out. So, uh, two steps or two teams ago, mm -hmm. uh, you left St. Louis. Mm -hmm. You went to the Oklahoma City Energy mm -hmm. for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, How many teams are in Oklahoma City? Just, so, just, just one now. Is it soccer wise? Now. now, okay. Well, you've got Rayo, but I would hardly classify them as a team. <laughs> their turf least, still lives on. Their turf still does long <laughs> live on, and actually, their turf will be uh, the home of CFC's first ever professional game on February 29th in against Oakland, California, against the T-shirt company known okay. as Oakland Roots. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. in case, in case you guys wanted to know and see that plug, uh, so you're in, you're in Oklahoma for a couple of years. Uh, mm -hmm. and then, uh, uh, listeners, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and rip this bandaid off. Uh, listeners, uh, probably have never heard us mention a certain other, uh, a, a certain other soccer team that sometimes plays within the city of Chattanooga, but we'll stop doing that <laughs> Who? Uh, uh, henceforth. And, uh, you signed with the, with the Red Wolves. Mm -hmm. Um, what what kind of what kind of led into in, into that, uh, and how was Oklahoma City? 
You, you can talk about Oklahoma City. Well, I, I mean, it's flyover country. I was just going to fly yeah. over oh. the podcast too. So. <laughs> we, we just lost any Shots chance of having Oklahoma of having City. Uh, Oklahoma City listeners, thanks. Yeah, Matt. No, you, mean, you mean I just lost their electoral votes? No, no. I'm, I'm sure you'll have some Oklahoma City um, listeners. Uh, it was it was actually you know two really really good years. Um, maybe two of the best years of in, in my career. Um, Jimmy Nielsen, uh, then the head coach. I played against when I was my last year in St. Louis. We played him four times, and you know, uh, <laughs> four times in one season. Four times in That's one season. So Wild. twice at home, twice over there. And um, at that time, I were the system we were playing. I was playing as a wing back, so I was higher up the pitch and stuff. And so in, I was in at, like a three-five-two. Not like a three-five-two, but uh, we were playing a, a diamond midfield. So like a uh, three four three in a diamond. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so oh, nice. I, I was responsible for all the width and and that's kind of my game anyways. So I, man, I was enjoying 2016 running, running, yeah. running and running. And so yeah, every every a few times last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time we played him, um, you know, he he would come to me after the game and he would you know he would ask me, hey, do you do you like it here? I was like. <laughs> What? Uh, I mean, yeah, I do. Um, wink, wink. Yeah, okay. And I, I didn't even get the hint at that time. I was like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Because obviously, you know, Jimmy Nielsen, um, big time player, you know, won the MLS Cup, uh, yeah. Denmark national team and stuff like that. So, I mean, obviously, I know who he is and stuff like that. I'm like, this guy's kind of weird, man. What kind of question is that? So, and like, every time we played him, he would, he would come up to me and ask me, to, hey, so what's going on? What's your situation here? You like it? And then it was like towards the last game, you know, I kind of got the hint. It was like, what's your contract uh, situation, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, got me over to to OKC and uh, we happened to go all the way to the conference final uh, yeah. that year. Had a, had, a, had a great season. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, some, you know, some great moments uh, that year in 17. And then, you know, he parted ways with the club after a new coach came in. Didn't quite work out. And so at the end of 2018... Um, you know, I was just in a place where I was looking, I was looking to come back um, to the East Coast because I had been in the Midwest for such a long time, and not that I don't enjoy the Midwest. I really, really enjoyed my time out there. I, I loved all the people and the relationships that I've made out there. Um, you know, I still to this day, I'm always on my phone texting on social media and stuff with people, just talking about life and different things. And so, yeah, I really enjoyed my time out there. But I guess I just kind of miss miss. Um, you know this 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 side of the country um closer to friends and family yeah yeah um i could jump in my car six hours i'm in pensacola um you know i could not an easy drive but i could drive down to south florida whenever we have time and so i just wanted to have that and so yeah uh chattanooga popped up on the map and um i spoke to bill about it and um you know he we talked for a long time about it and he you know he he thought it was a decent opportunity. I thought they had had a good plan and yada yada yada. And so, yeah, we we decided to to make the the tough decision and leave the Midwest and um, leave the championship and 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 come come this side of the country, come come to play in Chattanooga, you know, thinking that we're gonna play one year in League One and then go go to the championship. And so that's that's how that happened. So was it was it a, a hard decision for you as a professional? who had played pretty much exclusively in the championship. Right. Um, and granted, when you first went into USL, they, they were, I think, D3, and then they became D2. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it had been the same league, and then you see so you you weren't in, hadn't been in D3 in several years. Mm-hmm. Was that a tough decision? Did it feel like you were, like, 
taking a step back in your career? What was what was that that was that like? Um, yes and no. Um, definitely, you know, looked at it and weighed the pros and cons. And um, the way I looked at it was, okay, well, we're going to play in in League One, and I always say we because it's like me and my wife. You know, it's like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's partnership, it's a joint yeah, decision yeah. there. So, like everything that I do, I have to you know consult and stuff. And so, yeah, at that time, it was okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna play in a in a third division league. But it's a club that, you know, has ambition, you know, to play the second year in, in the championship. And so, yeah, let's let's take the risk and uh, let's 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 go make it happen. You know, I, I'm confident in my abilities. Um, I know obviously I know I can play uh, at the level in the championship and stuff like that. So um, let's go go there, do well for the club and um, we go to the championship. And so that was the mindset um, yeah. to come in here. So um, obviously. Let's let's go on the field first, and we can go off, a little bit off the field and the mm-hmm. experience and things like that in a second. Obviously, on the field mm-hmm. did not go as planned at all. Not you, at all. You got hurt, what, four games in? Four games, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was... So when, when, a, when a player has an injury, especially in the way that you did, mm-hmm. uh, where you were out... Uh, the next what twenty four games or something like yeah, that. You I came mean, back for the last two games right, of the season. It was like five and a half months so yeah, around there. What what goes through your head and how do you how how do you try to get yourself back on track like physically but more importantly mentally? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know with 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 any injury, um, whether it's you're gonna be out for a week, you're gonna be out for a month or a year. Um, I think with, with with any injury, you go through that initial shock where it's like, man, it's the end of everything, right? And and you have those 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 dark days where, because for me, I had to have surgery, and it was my first time having surgery. So when I got injured in St. Louis, it was just like MCL. I you know tore my MCL, and it was the only injury that I did. So I just rested two months, did rehab another month, and I was back playing. Mm. Um, so that that I was I was really lucky with that. But with this injury, it was such a freak injury that I had to have surgery. And um, was it during a game? Or so it was actually doing during a training. It was during the training before <laughs> before the first game. So okay. yeah, we landed landed in Dallas, Texas. Hop off the plane, jumped on the bus to go to to, to training, and um, one of my teammates he's taking a shot, and uh, me being the defender, you know that I am, just want to block everything. Yeah, I, you know, ah. cover up, and I just hey. go stick my boot in, and uh, he smacked it pretty hard from about five yards away, and it hit my. Uh, underneath my, my my cleats and just pop my big toe up and Ooh. yeah Ooh. so at that time it was like it was really bad you know but i was like okay it was literally the last minute of training i was like okay whatever shook Walk it, off, it off walked it off and, and finished training and played in a game 90 minutes um you know the the, the, the that kid peppy's pretty good isn't he yeah he's decent he's a decent <laughs> player um I'm, I'm i'm excited to see um what he does in in, in in the future. Um I think for him it's gonna be his mentality though. Yeah. Not saying that it's not great, but um, you know, he's young. He, he's T- very talented young. kids have to grow yeah. up at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. talking about Ricardo Pepe from yeah. uh from FC Dallas mm-hmm. who played mm-hmm. for the North uh, North, Texas. North Texas team. Yeah, yeah. Good player, good player. He they has won, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. So I mean he has all the goods. Um, you know, he's just the mental side of it. Um that's yeah. always that's he's always make that tra- the last little bit. Right, he's got to make right. that transition you made as as a young man from you know a young player to a mature professional. Right, right. Take um, care of your body. You know, we were talking about what you eat for mm-hmm. a pregame and a postgame meal. Like 
that's what a professional does. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and um, I'm not saying he does or doesn't do that, but that's mm-hmm. the type of things that a young player. Yeah, has to learn. And, and I think I mean he's they're playing for one of the best one of the best clubs in the country as far as uh, you know developing players and stuff. Yeah, so, oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, those guys do a fantastic job down there in FC Dallas, man. Um, you know, couldn't beat going. couldn't beat CFC on the field though. <laughs> it's a one one, it's a one one draw, baby. Shout out yeah, Zika. yeah, hey. Um, but yeah, so um, back to the the injury. So yeah, I got you know they, I actually didn't know that I needed surgery. So when the injury happened, shook it off, played ninety minutes the next game, and then kick, coming back the the second week, we I go to the trainer and I, yeah, I tell her like, hey, you know, it's, it's this this thing is really bothering me. I'm really concerned, and it was it would swell up whenever whenever I I train. At that time, I had no problem like playing. I could warm up, play a game, 90 minutes, I was fine. But after I got done playing, it would start killing me. And so, no, it's just turf toe, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Anyways, mm. Uh, four weeks and four games later, you know, um, I, I, I sat down with her and she finally sent me in to go do uh, an x-ray and an MRI. And the doc was like, dude, I mean, to be honest, for the, the, the benefit of your career, if you're looking to play uh, five more years, it's probably best that you have surgery right now to fix it because essentially what i had was uh just really bad turf toe yeah right and so it was never it wasn't gonna get better unless i just did the surgery or unless i just sat out for a really long time so yeah did the surgery and um i, I mean w- like that that's that's an important thing to weigh five years versus yeah i, I yeah. probably can play through this yeah play through more. it and then uh, maybe not and then i'm out for an entire year yeah and, and so yeah i uh, did the surgery went 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 well and um those first six weeks, I think for me was the toughest because that was the first time that I was in a situation where I couldn't like I couldn't do anything. Right. So um, I'm still on pain meds. I'm on crutches. I can't do anything for myself. I can't cook. I can't clean. I can't do like I can't do anything. And that was tough for me. My wife wasn't here yet. She was still in St. Louis. And so um, luckily I had uh, I had Juan and Felipe um, who are such great guys, man. Um I love those guys. They they are a big part of the reason why. They're all right. (laughs) (laughs) If if you want to hear from Juan and Felipe, you can go listen to the very first episode that wasn't us just uh, rambling. So Uh episode number two Mm -hmm. of this podcast, they were sitting in the seat where you're sitting right now. The seat that I'm sitting in was uh, Juan and Felipe. Yeah, yeah. So you were rooming with them. I was rooming with them, yeah. And, um, you know, I'll backtrack uh, in the off season of 18 when I was driving down to to South Florida and I stopped here because I know it was going to be a potential, right, uh, for uh, me to sign. And so I stopped here and, um, you know, stayed with them. And, you know, they really sold me on the city, you know, because they know me as a person. I'm all yeah. about the outdoors. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I, I like I hike in uh, waters. Like, I love it all. And yeah. they know they know that side of me. And, you know, they sold me on the city. Dude, you should you should come here, man. And uh, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, that's how I signed here and uh, lived with them. And they really took care of me. But got over that six weeks and uh, started. It was time for me to do rehab, and that's I think that's where the mental side of it comes in. That's when it it really tests you to show how like how much you re- you want it, right? Because when you're now re- like starting over, you know, like coming off of crutches to a, out of a boot, and now you're learning how to walk again. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And so it was, and you know, I've been I've been blessed enough to to I don't know this. Just this, this, this. I don't want to say lifestyle that I live is. I'm the kind of person where I, I, I wake up and I'll go knock out seven miles, right? And I'll be in the gym like twice a day and stuff like that. And that's just, 
that is something that I've developed over my professional career. And so just having that mindset, I think, helped me out a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I know a lot of a lot of uh, teammates that I've played with, they have one surgery and that's it. You know, they, they never recover uh, because they, they never put in the work to get back. Yeah. Mm. And so, yeah, getting over that six weeks, starting rehab and uh, my therapist and I, we really got after it 6 a.m. every morning um, for three months. And then um, just like that, I was back in training. Um, I couldn't believe it. And uh, the doctor had put me out for an entire year. Like I wasn't even supposed to be playing until next preseason. And um, the 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 rehab went extremely well and um like i said just like that four months later i was back in training and then um a month later i was back on the field uh for the last two games playing 180 minutes and uh felt actually fitter than i i, I was when i started the season now you, awesome. you scored great didn't you score a goal i scored uh in the first game was okay yeah it was against, against yeah, north texas so okay. wow. yeah but that was is is that your first professional? That that was my goal? first professional goal. Okay, yeah, believe it or wow. not, yeah. <laughs> so so the research I've done on on Richard Dixon so far is that one goal to his name, two professional assists. Yeah, uh, I it, blame transfer market, not me. Well, okay, transfer market. Yeah, sometimes always, sometimes so it has. First of all, how dare you? So a few, uh, no, <laughs> a few, no, a few months ago, transfer market had me down as uh, was it a winger or a, a number nine. And they hey. had you down as a center back okay um, because you had played a so couple of games for the Red yeah, Wolves yeah, as yeah. a center getting back closer, right i looked closer. at it i was like okay i mean i i, I live with it but uh, my agent my agent wasn't happy about it he, uh, he he was like yeah i mean it's okay but you know when we're negotiating teams are looking at this and they're saying well you're telling me he's a right back but transfer market says He's a nine. What's going on? <laughs> tell tell the team to actually do some darn research of their right, own. Right, right. So, how often do you check your own transfer value on there? Oh, man, um, great question. <laughs> and then yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> like, I, I haven't checked it in a while, but every time I check it, uh, and then I, I I'm like, oh, that would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, in case you want to know, I believe it's a hundred and forty three thousand hey euros like i said that would be that, nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, we'll talk to jeremy we'll see what uh what he says. <laughs> yeah well let's uh, let's at least like have him you know play a season and then, and then we can talk like right. i didn't say i have any sway i'm just saying uh -huh. <laughs> okay um so let's go let's let's go off the field mm -hmm. uh so you're sold in chattanooga thanks to juan and felipe mm -hmm. uh and and is a great town like of course like who wouldn't be swayed um how like how how do you walk into environment and, and granted I, I think when you signed mm -hmm. uh, the the soccer situation in, in this town wasn't probably a hundred percent clear kind of at that point what what was going to happen uh, red versus blue and those mm -hmm. kinds of things obviously by the time the season starts the the battle lines have kind of been drawn mm -hmm. right you kind of know what's going on Wh what's it like to play for can I say, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Same. What's it like to play for the unpopular team in town? Um, for me, and this was my, my uh, perspective, and this is, was, was my mindset coming in. Obviously, I, I, I knew about, you know, all the stuff that was going on, you mm -hmm. know, through Juan and Felipe and Coach Elliott. And, definitely know, from Felipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, stuff that, 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 that's online and stuff. Yeah. And so for me, my mindset coming in, you know, it was always, hey, listen, I'm going to come in. And uh, for me, I just I just want to play football. You know, I right. come in and you're a professional. I, 
I want to I want to help I want to help any team that I'm playing for. I want to help that team to use football as as a tool to grow the community, right? Yeah. And to impact the community and that was my mindset coming in. Hey, how can I help this expansion club um grow in the community and and, and expand their brand and and really impact the community and so I was neutral, right? I, I, like I told Felipe many times because, you know, he, just like you said, he, he's, he's in the main ear? one. Yeah, he was yeah. in my ear. And I thought, hey, I, 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 I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, you know, but let me see. You know, I, I don't know anybody. You know, I don't know this guy. Um, so let me, let me, let me just feel it out and yeah. let, let me, let me make my decision at the end of it. And so, yeah, that, that was my mindset coming in and, Obviously, you know, while being here, I've, I've, to be honest, I've, I haven't run into any, any, any issues or any um, conflicts in the community. It's, my time here has been fantastic. Um, I've met some great people. Um, I've had some, some, some good uh, conversations. And, and yeah, obviously, I run into the occasional, uh, um, you know, when I first came in, I would run into the occasional fan that, oh, you play for, you know, that team, <laughs> uh, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, it, it, it's been generally good. Um, I oh, think yeah. I, I think so so because this is like the one episode where we'll talk about something like this. Mm-hmm. I think my mindset, especially for players, because mm-hmm. and, and I would meet a few, a few of of the mm-hmm. Ribbles players mm-hmm. out um, just on you know if they if they played a Friday game and they mm-hmm. were yeah, out on a Saturday night. Chattanooga is not the biggest town. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and one of the things I would I would tell is you know if I saw them or if soccer came up at all if we were sitting next to each other at mm-hmm. a bar, uh, would be. You know, yeah, I, I root for Geneva FC. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of, I, you know, I have an idea who you are, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, you as a person, as a player, like, good luck. I, I wish you nothing but the best. Like, right. you're here to do a job, and like, it's it it's hard being a professional soccer player. Like, period. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, want to. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here to add any any unnecessary thing, but mm-hmm. you know, to that, come play for CFC if we want you. You know, right. in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, y- uh, players don't. There's not a lot players can can, can control yeah, in terms yeah. of the environment. I mean, it's, and it's your job. Like, yeah, I think yeah. the yeah, I think the majority sure. of fans, uh, speaking for at least the three of us at this or the four of us here, thank you for including me. producer Speaking for us, I think that like we understood. Um, yeah, players, right? This, like this right. is a, this is a conversation Matt and I literally had tonight before we even started. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like it. There's one player out there that pe- some people hold animosity towards um, because they ostensibly chose, you know, to go switch from this team to, to the blue to red. Mm. But everybody else, and I, I don't happen to share that opinion, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I think he's the same as everybody else. You're yeah. looking at a job, and, yeah, right, right, right? And if yeah. somebody offers you anything better, you have to consider what that effect is on your family yeah, and on yeah. your life and on what you want to do as a professional. You, you're not asking for everything to be right in the world or everything to be perfect. What you're asking for is to be able to do your job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No so, one, no one cares if you, if you get a, if you get $5,000, $10,000 more a year, no one's going to care if you switch from Unum to Blue Cross. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or to Cigna, right? Yeah, for sure. Like we care cause it's sports mm-hmm. and that's, there's, mm-hmm. there's added, there's added importance there. But at the end of the day, we're fans and like we can care about those things, the players have to figure out what's best for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have to figure out what's best for their families. And and I think it's important as fans 
that like a healthy amount of banner is fine and we right. will be happy to contribute to the healthy amount of banner. <laughs> oh, I gave Jonathan Ricketts some shit last night. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I saw him at I saw him at HPC. Shout out Jonathan Ricketts. Yeah, shout out uh, Jonathan Ricketts. And and like also like good, good luck Jonathan. Like yeah, that's I, what hope, I, told him last I, night. I hope your I hope your season goes well. I hope they don't renew you and I hope you come here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you also look better in blue. Oh, wait. It's that's, true. What we, that's what we told him last night. But like pl- players got to do their own thing. Of course. And I, I think fans, especially in the United States, one of the reasons why the United States is so attractive, uh, yes, like it doesn't pay as well as some other places around the world, mm-hmm. but one of the reasons why the United States is so attractive for professional soccer players is because we, we for lack of a better word, we leave them alone sometimes. Uh, so there, there's for, so many for, stories. Frank and, Lampard talked about being, or, and Andrea Pirlo both talked about being able to go to the grocery store and actually buy groceries for their yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and I and I want to lead in, in into something into the next kind of subject here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Richard, you'll be able to, to talk about a lot about this. But for so many players uh, that have played overseas and have played for teams where, you know, if they won, they were showered with praises. They they couldn't walk around the streets uh, without being recognized and and, and whatever. And when they lost, people threw peanuts at them. I, yep. I, you know, they would they'd be cursed in the streets. Is peanuts what get thrown at them? <laughs> there, were, I, I read I read an article about some team somewhere that was a thing. A likely mm-hmm. story. Um, <laughs> but but, I mean, like that's such a contrast. Right. Like, like everything, their entire lives were, how did you play the night before yeah. mm-hmm. on yeah, the yeah. soccer pitch? Mm-hmm. And the United States, you know, even even the the well known players, Pirlo, uh, Lampard, Rooney, guys like that. Uh, can come over here and have a little bit of anonymity, mm-hmm. but also in, in in lower division soccer, like they're part of they're part of the communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and frankly, these players are worth more to our communities than what they do on the field. They contribute more than uh, than than who they are just as not, soccer not players. Not just on the field, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're they contribute. They're, they're worth more to the community than they are to the team necessarily on the field, which is a good thing. Yes. They, they mean something special to the community that maybe, you know, it's not like, hey, sell that player because they had a bad game. And, mm-hmm. if, and if Chattanooga FC is anything in, in, in terms of the, the soccer landscape ac- across the world, uh, we need to make sure that we're fitting our mission, that we're here to build a better community through soccer. Mm-hmm. And sure. we need players to do that because you, you have to have players to have a team. But also we have to make sure that we're uh, holding up our end as fans, the end, our, our end of the bargain there. Right. right. Ma- making the community better, using to- soccer as a tool to make the community in the city better. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I mentioned there's kind of a segue there because there Richard... really long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go there right now. Richard, you have a podcast mm-hmm. that's really all about... Uh, kind of interviewing players talking about their stories mm-hmm. and i'm sure this is kind of a thing that that comes up you know in that podcast uh just talk a little bit about talk a little bit about that podcast and and, and why you started it and i actually have a listener question that oh, kind of goes ties yes. directly into this okay so adam bruce you may know uh mm-hmm. Great guy, former CFC fan, now a big Red Bulls fan. Adam, come home. Um, <laughs> he says, and I quote, in your podcast, the Next 90 podcast, and you definitely got to explain the name here in a minute because we'd mm-hmm. love to know the genesis of that. Um, mm-hmm. You talk with other professionals about the journey to becoming a professional soccer player. What part of that journey would you say was the most unexpected? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I did see that question on, on Twitter. But yeah, so I'll address the Next 90 uh, part first. So it's something that I've been I've been wanting to do for a few years now, but 
I wasn't sure if I wanted to do uh, start a blog or if I wanted to do a podcast. And um, so when I got injured, this question always came up, right? It always came up. All right, season is done. Okay, what can I do to get me to to my next ninety? Right? Yeah. Next, my next ninety uh, minutes. Right. Oh, next and 90. so. Yeah, that's that's that, that that's all that means. Uh, the next ninety minutes, and um, that's a that's a really awesome way to to come up and formulate a name. Yeah, yeah, and so that 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 question has it's always on my mind, right? Uh, game is done Saturday. Okay, next. what can I do to get to my next ninety? Right, yes, that's um, awesome. I'm done with training. Next ninety, next ninety, and you that's are the such question. a ninety minute interval person, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Even his naps. <laughs> yeah, man, and so um, that's that's how the name originated. Um, and uh, I was really pushed into doing it when when I got injured, and uh, I was you know in my recovery process, and I had not much to do, and so I was like, man. No, all I can think about is getting to to my next ninety, right? I want to get to this next ninety minute as quick as possible, and so um, I decided that, hey, man, let me just talk to some of my colleagues and um, let me let me let, let me see what they think. Let me talk to guys that have been through injuries and have had surgeries and stuff like yeah. that, and let me get their feedback, get some you know, get some advice and stuff like you that. You have a, you have a unique platform to speak from. Right, to, right. To, to create something like that, that actually brings a lot of value to people who don't understand that perspective. Right. And so that's, that's, um, so I started reaching out to guys, you know, and started to get all the, the, the feedback and all the advice and stuff like that. And then, um, it hit me, you know, hey, there's a lot of kids and there's, a, there's a lot of, um, future pros. There's a lot of fans who would, mm. who would want to, could benefit from this you know yeah. um i'm sure that there's fans that are out there they want to know what are the guys doing outside of the saturday night lights you know yeah. what are they doing at home um you see a guy show up and he's not having a great game okay what was he doing the entire week right yeah. right um yeah. is he going out to the bars you know um uh, is he in the gym like what what are these guys doing and so um i think that's 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 the the reason for the podcast is to open it up from from our part right and and yeah. sharing with fans and with everybody really in the footballing community um what what our lifestyle and 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 um what we do really so for the um the one of the main reasons why i decided to start this podcast as well for future pros man because i remember when i was coming out of college and trying to pursue my professional career i didn't have anybody um that 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 I could look at and say, oh man, that guy went to a D two school. He didn't get drafted, um, you know, and all of these things that I was in those position. I didn't have anybody that 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 I could look at and say, okay, he did it that way. Maybe I could go with that approach. And so that's the purpose is to interview guys that have gone pro from many different uh, uh, you know places. Guys that came from Europe to come to college. Guys that went through the the DA system guys mm. that got drafted from a big D1 school and so just to kind of give all the blueprints hey there it is and uh, if you're in that situation maybe you resonate with that guy reach out to him get some advice and so that's the reason for the platform so you've had on your podcast so far you've mm -hmm. had uh Sean Reynolds I believe who you mentioned second appearance for Sean in the podcast shout out uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh Sean if you don't have a signed contract somewhere else come to CFC we're, work, uh, we're working on it. Yeah, <laughs> here. Thank you. Uh, uh, in addition, you also had, uh, I believe, your your Red Wolves teammate Stephen Beatty mm -hmm. on uh, at one point, who had a, is had a long career uh, right. in in Ireland right. or a little bit around Europe, maybe. I'm not. I'm, Iceland, Ireland, um, yeah, and uh, a little in the, the MLS. 
yeah. and also like I, I want to take a, a, a brief a brief moment to mention uh, specifically related to Stephen Beatty uh, since we're since we're taking some license here uh, and and breaking our rule about no Red Wolves. Oops, uh, get it all out now. Get it all out now. <laughs> and actually, like this is I, I think this well it speaks a little bit to the character of uh, Stephen Beatty of Stephen Beatty. Uh, so obviously, uh, the listeners listening to this podcast know that the well, you may not. We don't know when they're listening, but fair enough. Probably the know. the the Chattahooligan trailer uh, was stolen uh, a week ago ish, mm-hmm. um, maybe a little bit more uh, As outside of, of outside of uh, Chattanooga Brewing Company, and and we've lost, we've definitely lost a lot. Uh, uh, at the time of recording, the trailer has been recovered. Some of the contents have been recovered as of this uh, afternoon. As actually. of as of this afternoon of recording, it's Friday night. Um, some contents were recovered, uh, a few banners, uh, some things like that. Um, but I had I had noticed uh, in in that uh, Stephen Beatty had actually reached out reached out to to the Chattahooligans uh, and said he he just noticed that the uh, that, that he just seen the story mm-hmm. and and that he you know respected our, our, our fandom and, and what we did for our club and how we supported it. And, and he wanted to uh, give it a, a donation when he got back in uh, back in the Chattanooga next week so yeah I'm I messaged him back and you know said thank you like mm-hmm. that's that's incredible it's an incredibly nice gesture also plays for the team that you know a lot right, of us right, right. don't like yeah, yeah. And, and a lot um, of people have probably talked shit to him like <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't know I mean, but I, 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 I certainly haven't but like <laughs> i mean i genuinely haven't but i i would I, I can imagine all the times i would have thought about it and like i'm sure other people have yeah so, and and like yeah. I mean he was he was the leading scorer last year he's a great player mm-hmm. uh and but I, I think it speaks to He's also a good dude. This makes it his character that yeah. he would uh, reach out to basically the the rival team. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways that doesn't maybe doesn't acknowledge that that they exist. So out of the goodness of his heart and say, I want to make a like. I mean, that means a lot. That gesture so means a lot, and I I mentioned that, and I don't know if he he wanted to be anonymous or not. Uh, yeah, this might get so sorry, may never like, hear this. sorry, Steven. Yeah, no, he'd be, he'd be fine. Um, but like, I'll let you finish. Yeah, like you know, like well, number one, thank you, mm-hmm. and and number two, like that's. Like that, that's incredible, and I, yeah. I think it speaks to how some things are bigger than soccer. Some things are sure. way, mm-hmm. bi- way bigger than yeah. soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Stephen, he's it. I mean, great dude, great dude, man. He's a great player, and I think he's a better person. You know, um, we we would we, agree. Yeah, we, we have we have a coffee uh, maybe twice a week sometimes, uh, but at least once a week and just talk life and and football and yeah. oh, very cool. and everything. And man, he's he, he's a great person. So. Uh, Hearing this is not surprising. It's not surprising to me at all, and that's just the kind of person that he is. That's also the well, kind of, that's also uh, the kind of things people say about you, by the way. Yeah, right. That's that's it, what it's uh, true. Coach Fuller and others said. You know, Richard is a fantastic soccer player, and we're so excited for his uh, on the field contributions he's going to make. But what we're really excited about is that he's a better person than a soccer player, even. So I, it sounds I, like a birds of a feather type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would add. Uh, I I know their season starts a little bit later than than ours does. Mm-hmm. Uh, please. Uh, well, I, I invite him to to a game. Uh, beers, uh, Stephen. Yeah. Beers on us in the Chattahoogan yeah. section. Beers on <laughs> beers on us for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll uh, they'll come watch a few games. Um, especially. 
here. I have, a, start a bit I have a question. So did you come watch games while you were a Red Wolves player? Yes, I did. I did uh, come and watch games. Um, in the earlier part of the year, as it got down to the the, the summer season, I cause, because I, I you know got my injury and I didn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to, I wasn't as mobile. So I I think I made it out to five games or so. Yeah, I mean, which one, one was your favorite? Um, did you make it to Real Betis? Yeah, the friendly. I think that yeah, that was that mm-hmm. was. That was that was my favorite. So, yeah, I, I I always tried to make it out. You know, if I could, Juan, he would hook me up with tickets and I'll come watch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys remember though. Um, I think it was uh, during during the it was during my preseason. So it, it was earlier in the year when you guys you guys played a game and I came over to the Bruin Company. Coach Bill had invited me over. It must have been Communicaciones. It must have been, and and I think to this day I'm like, man, what are those guys taunting me? Um, so I came over and uh, you know said hi to Coach Bill and um, you know obviously there was a few fans that knew who I was and then as I'm leaving because I was like man um, these guys are grilling me so I think I'm gonna leave and so <laughs> as I'm leaving as I'm leaving you guys started to chant Nuga 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 I don't know I don't know if you guys remember that I don't, I, don't. Yeah. I have no idea <laughs> maybe it was, it was like. like it maybe was, it was a coincidence yeah. or maybe it was I don't know yeah I was like I have no idea because I remember as I'm walking out the building you guys chant oh whoa whoa what Okay, I'm gonna leave. Definitely leaving. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I was at a, at a few games, and um, yeah, like I said, man, it, it's football, and my entire life, my entire life, football has always, what I've witnessed, football has always been the tool to bring people together, you know. And so, when I came in, um, you know, that that was my um, that was my goal is to see how can I be be the mutual, you know. The, the neutral person that just brings everybody together because that's what football does, you know, and, and I get it, man. You know, fans are, uh, uh, there's rival fans and so on and so forth. So it's it's just the nature of the beast, but. Hey, now you're on the good side though. But, Darn know. right. <laughs> so we have the blue side. What are, you, what are you most looking forward to playing for CFC? Besides speaking on the Section 109 podcast. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, um, I, you know, I, I look forward to being here a few more times after some great games. Hell but, yeah. Um, let, uh, what I'm most looking forward to, man, and um, I say this to the guys all the time, um, you know, is playing in front of the fans. You know, I think what you guys have done here for the club in the, in the, in the past few years, man, it, it's it's fantastic and it's, it's great to see. Obviously, being from the outside looking in over the last few years, mm. um, you know, you got, got what was it? Uh, twenty thousand, eighteen thousand. You guys Eight, had eighteen thousand, uh, two hundred twenty-seven. Like man, I <laughs> I remember I was on the coach with coach uh, on the phone with coach. But I was like, what the what's going on? Oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> and you know, so I've always I've all I've been watching, you know, and um, I think that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most is 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 that walkout in front of in front of the the, the crowd and the fans. I think Hell you guys yeah. have built have built a uh, an amazing fan base, an amazing culture, um, especially um, with, with with the supporter section and everything like that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to being out in the community more because that's one thing that, you know, speaking with the coaches and everything um, coming over, I wanted to have an opportunity to go out in the community and, and, and impact the community that way because that's one thing that holds dear to my heart is, is, is community. Because at the end of the day, man, without... You know, without the fans and without the community, it's just a bunch of guys kicking the ball in the park, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Thank you, guys, <laughs> man. And uh, you guys um, might already know this, but you guys are you guys are CFC, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, and you know, thanks, man. We're looking forward to it too. Yeah, yeah. We can't can't wait to see you on the field. But also, you're a very busy man off the field. Mm-hmm. So we talked about your podcast, mm-hmm. but you've also got your USF USSF coaching license, mm-hmm. and you're doing work with Juan Hernandez and Zeka mm-hmm. with um, Elite. Yes, sir. Um, so Elite, Elite Soccer Services. Shout and, out and, shout and out. Phil D'Amico yep. and Phil yep. and Phil. Shout out Phil. So come home, Phil. Yeah. Would, so do you yeah. want to talk to us a little bit about? what your work is from a coaching perspective and then kind of maybe what that looks like for your future. And if yeah. any of the listeners want to get a hold of you in elite soccer services, definitely at some point during that, tell them how to plug, they can it. Do that. plug yeah. it all. Yeah. 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 Give it a plug. Um, also, we've got a five aside team and we could definitely use a coach. Tuesdays. We got two yeah. five aside teams. Yeah. Shout yes. out Iron Horse. Yeah. So um, for me, you know, in my, in my life and my career, some of my biggest, um, you know, some of the biggest influences in my life have been my coach, coaches, you know, um, just like I, you know, spoke about Bill, you know, he's one of my mentors and, uh, you know, we're on the phone, I'm, you know, halfway across the country and we're still on the phone twice a week at least, you know, just talking about, you know, my career and, uh, you know, what's going on with Florida and life and stuff like that, getting advice and, yeah, so I, I, I've really, I've really wanted to go that route for some time now, uh, coaching, so I had the opportunity to do my C license. I, I qualify for my B, but they won't, they won't let current players take their B because it's too oh, long. Uh, it would go over into the playing season. And hmm. so they did a pilot course for uh, pro players for the C. And so oh. I, I did that. I, uh, so I have that under my belt now with the hopes of um, you know getting my A someday shortly after I retire and to be coaching at the pro level. Um, I, awesome. I, I really, I, I love football, man. I love football. I love playing, but I know I can't play forever. And um, so the, the next phase, I think after that is uh, coaching or managing or whatever. And so I want to be involved as much as possible, which is why I'm doing work with uh, with Juan and Zeka and Phil with Elite Soccer Services. You know, we we, we, we do camps, um, you know, we do privates. We It's, it's everything soccer. Um, also partnering up with, with, with my uh, my brand, Next90 Soccer, which we do the strength and conditioning side of things. Uh, I have a, my background is in exercise science. That's what I studied. And um, so, yeah, uh, I do the strength and conditioning side of it. Uh, Juan does the technical side of it. Um, the yeah, second, do yeah. you just get the kids how to score goals? I mean, yeah, how to do everything, really, yeah, 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 and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm extremely busy off the, the, the field. Uh, I try not to do too much um, with the team coaching because I would just want to focus on playing. So I try to, if I coach one team, that's as much as I do as, uh, as far as the team side of it goes. But uh, I always, you know, coach personals because. Um, I, I think it's so beneficial, man, to, to, to the kids and um, you know making better players is always a good thing. And so always running up and down, um, doing camps and personals and meeting up. Sometimes I'm just meeting up with, with parents, just having a lunch and having a chat with the kid, you know, just giving advice yeah. about different things or just meeting them at the field. And, yeah, you can yeah. you can be a mentor kind of like yeah. Bill is yeah. for you. you know? Yeah, that's yeah. So, so um, and that's, that's I feel like that's the part that satisfied me the most is, um, you know, when the parents and the kids can come and say, hey, remember that one conversation we had? You know, I did it and it worked. And, um, you know, just seeing that growth, um, that's what moves me and um, gives me the, the most satisfaction. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and it's it's cool. Like, So you've got a current coaching license, and mm-hmm. that's better than yeah. certain former U.S. men's national team coaches. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <Your complaints laughs> oh, <been>. salt. <laughs> <laughs> 
for those of you that don't know, we're talking about urine cleansing. Who is currently uh, at Her- Herta Berlin and may not have a, a valid coaching license. Oh, he, he does have a helicopter pilot's license. A valid license, helicopter though. pilot's license, but oh, not a valid man. coaching license, maybe. Wow. Um, <laughs> side, side note, if uh, parents or, or folks want to get a hold of you guys and, yes. and look at some, some coaching services, some private lessons, mentorship, whatever, how could they do that? What's the best way to do that? Yeah, so if anybody want to connect with us, reach out with us, it could be even like a question, whatever. Um, social media is, is, I mean, obviously for all the kids, if you want to follow the pages on uh, Instagram and Facebook, uh, Elite Soccer Services Chattanooga and um, Next 90 Soccer, NEX90 Soccer on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, just connect, shoot us a message, and uh, we're more than happy to answer any questions or meet, chat you know give some advice whatever we're, we're, we're here for you parents kids everybody anybody it's awesome yeah okay let's do uh to ra- kind of wrap this thing up let's do yeah. a couple of kind of rapid fire listener questions yeah and thank uh, you and thank you again richard for being so generous with your time yeah of course, of it's course. a it's a friday night you have a a, a new baby how mm-hmm. by the way how old is your she's your daughter? Uh, three weeks old today Man, so nice. that I mean, like, not only are you like a family man and a, a professional soccer player, and and wearing blue now, you're you're <laughs> sitting here with four guys on a uh, on a Friday night uh, in my really, guest room in, in, <laughs> in the lab, sir. Uh, in the lab. Uh, it's yeah. just I like that better. I yeah, like it's the better. lab. <laughs> um, so it, we we really 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 appreciate you no, spending sure. uh, spending so much time with us. But go ahead, speaking Matt. speaking of a newborn, uh, Jonathan Hunter asks, and he has got a, a couple questions here. Uh, are you getting any sleep with a new baby? So I am currently getting about three hours a night, but I take my 90-minute naps during the day when I can. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm making it up. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Jonathan also asks, uh, what, and, and you've kind of alluded to a little bit of this, like what other hobbies do you have outside of soccer? Um, so outside of soccer, I'm all outdoors, man. Um, hiking, um, you know, going biking and different things. Um, anything that I can do outdoors, I'm, I'm all for it. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you prefer tacos or burritos? Who, who asked that question? That question comes from, quote unquote, Taco Man. On Twitter. Okay. On Twitter. Um, so it depends, right? I think if I'm hungry and I'm going to go for something to fill me up, I'll go burrito. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I'm just looking to, you know, get a medium-sized bite, I'll go tacos. But I like them both. Do you, do you prefer a, an actual burrito burrito or like a burrito bowl? Ooh, oh, man. Oh, man. Burrito bowl. Burrito hey, bowl, then I get same. my tor- my tortillas yeah. on the side because I don't like my taco. My sorry, my burritos when they're you know too bulky and they're ripping and you know yeah. too messy. So I like to get my burrito bowl, get my tortillas, and then I make my own okay uh, special size burrito, okay. and then I just okay. you know finish the rest. Subtle shout out to Dispros. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> and and our final listener question, and maybe our most important listener question. Mm-hmm. Ali Switzer asks. Best way to pre- prepare potatoes. Best way to prepare potatoes. Are we talking regular potatoes or sweet potatoes? Did not Ooh. specify, Ooh, but you should answer both. Let's go both. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for my uh, regular potatoes, I just go, I saute them with uh, peppers, onion, and garlic. Um, nice. And just yeah. a little bit of salt. Uh, yeah. So yeah, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, onions, garlic, and just, yeah, just saute them and, and that's it. Uh, for my sweet potatoes, I, I bake them all the, all the time. Nice. Boom. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm very hungry now. And I feel, <laughs> and I feel so unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah. If uh, if listeners want to get a hold of you on social media, they how follow might, your exploits? Yeah, follow you on, 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 on Twitter and Instagram, your your podcast, like 
how how do your how do the listeners find you? So my Twitter is Richard Dixon Nine. My Instagram is um, Richard Dixon Official. And so yeah, if you reach out to me anytime. Uh, my Facebook is just Richard Dixon. Um, you should find me there somewhere. Um, on my uh, for like I said for my fitness page, it's Next Ninety N E X Nine Zero. Just yeah, reach out anytime. And your podcast and can be found on all the my podcast, podcast players. My, yeah, so my podcast is on Anchor. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. Google Podcasts. Um, is it on iTunes yet? It's not on iTunes yet. I have to do that manually. So I'll, uh, I can I'll have to. I can help you out with that if yeah, you want. Yeah, for if you sure. Want some tips so, if you're struggling with yeah. it because it took me a while to figure it out. But we okay. took us a while to get on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll be I'll be probably hanging out with you guys a lot, getting some tips on how to make mine as official as this. Oh cool. yeah, I, this is dope. If you ever <laughs> if you ever want to come to the lab, I'm gonna volunteer Jay's lab for you. If you want. <laughs> totally if okay. If you ever want totally to bring okay. somebody for an in person interview at the lab, like. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, you, we're a, totally a open producer to that. Sitting in that producer seat, that can, uh, <laughs> yeah, can help you out for yes, sure. Sir. So, uh, host Matthew. Yes. If, if the folks want to find you, if they want to yell at you, if they want to tell you how your team that you made that was a team of the decade definitely still lost to mine. How could they do that? <laughs> well, first off, my team of the decade would have beaten yours fifteen to zero. Not a chance. I've yeah. Well, you're wrong. Uh, but if you want, if you want to comment on my team of the decade or comment on my interview skills or just yell at me or yell at my cat, you're more than free and welcome to do that. You can find me on Instagram at I am Caniglio. You can find me on Twitter at whiskey is fine. Guest co-host Smitty. Welcome back. Where can the listeners find you on the interwebs? So you can find me on Twitter and now Instagram again. Hey, yes. Yes, posting um, workout um, accountability photos. I love it. Beautiful. That I haven't been posting because I have get on that. Beautiful. So, So listeners, if you want to hold Smitty accountable, that would be good. Love it. Yeah. Um, So, both of those are at at a Smitty nose. And Breezy, where can we find you? Uh, At at Andrew Breezy on Twitter. And producer host Jay. <laughs> He's no uh, longer host. It's 2020, bro. He's just producer. Yes. I always forget. But um, I'm on Twitter at J underscore Buchanan. And on Instagram, where I'm most prevalent, I am at letter J. Richard, big shout out. Thanks. Hit us up anytime you ever want to do anything. Uh, we'll be here. And until the next one, we will see you guys later. Go CFC. Yes, sir.